The USS Horizon glides through the cosmos, its hull reflecting the distant stars. Captain Owen Anderson stands at the command deck, his gaze locked on the viewscreen, where the planet Nebulon slowly grows larger. The planet, a swirl of blues and greys, is shrouded in thick mists that swirl mysteriously over its surface. Owen's crew, a blend of seasoned soldiers and eager scientists, prepare for descent. Their mission is clear yet daunting, to investigate a distress signal that has echoed across the galaxy, unheeded for centuries until now. The signal's origin, Nebulon. A planet about which little is known, and what is known is the stuff of whispers and unease. As the ship descends, the atmosphere of Nebulon grips the horizon in its turbulent embrace. The ship shudders, buffeted by violent winds. Owen's hands tighten on the console, his knuckles whitening. His heart races, not just from the perilous descent, but from the weight of command. This is his first time leading such a critical mission, and the responsibility weighs heavily on his shoulders. Around him, the crew works with practiced efficiency. Alarms blare intermittently, warning of atmospheric anomalies and gravitational fluctuations. Owen watches as Dr. Julia Harris, the mission's lead scientist, adjusts her instruments, her brow furrowed in concentration. Beside her, Lieutenant Marcus Klein, the team's security chief, checks his weapon, his expression grim but focused. Owen's own gaze returns to the planet below. The mists part occasionally, offering fleeting glimpses of the surface. Dark shapes loom in the fog, hinting at mountains or structures, but they disappear as quickly as they appear. Captain, we're approaching the landing coordinates, reports the pilot, Lieutenant Zoe Chang. Owen nods, his voice steady, despite the adrenaline coursing through him. Prepare for landing. All hands, brace yourselves. The horizon descends through the cloud layer, the mists enveloping the ship like a shroud. The viewscreen is a swirl of grey, visibility nearly zero. Owen trusts the instruments, trusts his crew, but the unknowns of Nebulon claw at his mind. Finally, with a jolt that runs through the ship, the horizon touches down. They've landed on Nebulon, on a world untouched by humans for who knows how long. Owen can feel the anticipation and tension in the air. He stands, his voice cutting through the buzz of activity. Team, prepare to disembark. Remember, we don't know what awaits us out there. Stay alert, stay alive. Let's find out what happened here. The airlock hisses open, revealing a world shrouded in fog. Captain Owen Anderson steps out, his boots crunching on the alien soil of Nebulon. The air is thick and heavy filled with an eerie silence. He signals his team to follow. Dr. Julia Harris, Lieutenant Marcus Klein, and three other members of the Horizon crew step out, their eyes scanning the misty landscape. They find themselves on the outskirts of what appears to be a settlement. The buildings are dilapidated, overgrown with strange luminescent vines that pulse faintly in the fog. The architecture is unrecognizable, a blend of ancient Earth styles and something utterly alien. Owen signals the team to move forward, their steps cautious. The fog swirls around them, cloaking their movements in a ghostly veil. Their weapons are drawn, a necessary precaution in this unknown environment. 
Owen's senses are on high alert. Every shadow seems to move, every sound a potential threat. Suddenly, figures emerge from the fog, pale and gaunt. They move slowly, their eyes wide and unblinking. The team freezes, weapons trained on the figures. Owen's heart pounds in his chest, his mind racing with possibilities. Who are you? Owen calls out, his voice steady, but his hand gripping his weapon tightly. The figures stop, their expressions a blend of fear and curiosity. They speak in a halting, archaic form of English, their words twisted by centuries of isolation. We are the forgotten, one of them says, his voice barely above a whisper. Who are you? Owen lowers his weapon slightly, signalling his team to do the same. He takes a cautious step forward. I'm Captain Owen Anderson of the USS Horizon. We received a distress signal from this planet. We're here to help. The figures exchange glances, their expressions hard to read. Help! The same one repeats, as if the word is foreign to him. Yes, help, Owen affirms. We come in peace. The tension in the air eases slightly, but the unease remains. The figures, their skin pallid and their bodies emaciated, look like ghosts from a forgotten world. Their clothes are tattered, remnants of a bygone era. Owen gestures for his team to lower their weapons completely. Can you tell us about this place, about your people? The figures nod slowly, their eyes never leaving the strangers from the stars. Follow, one of them says, turning back into the fog. Owen shares a glance with his team, a silent agreement made. They holster their weapons and follow the figures deeper into the settlement. Every step takes them further into the heart of Nebulon's mystery, into a world that time forgot. Captain Owen Anderson and his team follow the pale figures through the foggy settlement. The structures around them are a blend of corroded metal and strange organic materials that seem to pulse with a life of their own. The air is filled with a faint, unsettling hum. The settlers lead them to a central square, where more of these ghostly inhabitants gather. Their faces are marked by hardship, their eyes reflecting a history of isolation and survival. The square is surrounded by statues, crudely carved from the alien rock, depicting humanoid figures engaged in various acts of hunting and combat. A woman, who appears to be a leader, steps forward. Her hair is streaked with grey, her face lined with age and wisdom. She introduces herself as Gia. Welcome to New Eden, she says, her voice carrying a note of solemn pride. We are the descendants of the Artemis expedition, lost to your world centuries ago. Owen listens intently as Gia speaks of their history. The Artemis expedition, a daring venture to colonise distant worlds, had lost contact with Earth and was presumed lost. Yet here they were, survivors of a forgotten mission, their society shaped by the harsh realities of Nebulon. Gia speaks of the hunt, a ritual that has become the cornerstone of their society. It is our way of life, she explains. The hunt teaches us strength, resilience and unity. It is through the hunt that we honour our ancestors and the harsh world they conquered. Owen exchanges a look with Dr. Harris, who shares his concern. The hunt, as described by Gia, seems to hold a darker meaning than a mere survival ritual. There's a fervour in her eyes, 
a zeal that speaks of something more than tradition. As they tour the settlement, Owen notices odd structures resembling arenas and walls adorned with trophies that are unsettlingly humanoid. The settlers speak of the hunt with reverence and fear. Children, their eyes too old for their young faces, play at hunting games, mimicking their elders. The society of New Eden, Owen realizes, has been warped by their isolation and the harsh conditions of Nebulon. The hunt, once perhaps a necessity, has evolved into something more primal, a ritual that defines their very existence. Owen's mind races with questions. What are they hunting? How has this ritual shaped their society over the centuries? And most importantly, what does it mean for his team's safety? Captain Owen Anderson, with a sense of foreboding, leads his team deeper into the heart of New Eden. The settlement unfolds like a maze, with each turn revealing more of its grim reality. The fog seems to press in around them, a constant, unspoken threat. As they explore, Owen's gaze is drawn to a series of small, cave-like structures on the outskirts of the settlement. They exude an air of secrecy, the entrances guarded by settlers who watch the team with hawk-like intensity. Owen's curiosity is piqued. With a nod from him, the team cautiously approaches. Inside the first structure, the air is filled with the scent of incense and decay. The walls are lined with relics and symbols, crudely fashioned from alien materials and something chillingly familiar. Owen's eyes are drawn to a display in the center of the room, his heart sinking as he realizes what he's looking at. Human bones, arranged in a grotesque imitation of a sacred altar. Skulls, their empty sockets staring blankly, are adorned with alien flora, creating a macabre fusion of human and extraterrestrial elements. His stomach churns at the sight, but Owen forces himself to maintain composure. He needs to understand the full extent of what's happening here. Dr. Harris, her face pale, steps forward to examine the remains. These are human, she whispers, her voice filled with horror and scientific detachment. And they're not ancient. Some of these are recent. Lieutenant Klein's hand instinctively goes to his weapon, his eyes scanning the room for potential threats. The rest of the team is equally unsettled, the reality of their situation sinking in. Owen takes a deep breath, stealing himself. He examines the symbols and relics, noting their creepy fusion of human and alien influences. It's clear that these ceremonies are a vital part of the settlers' culture, possibly linked to the hunt. But the use of human remains suggests a sinister undercurrent to their rituals. As they exit the structure, Owen's mind races with questions. Are these the remains of the original settlers, a part of some ancestral worship? Or is there a more disturbing explanation? He glances at the settlers watching them, their expressions unreadable. Owen knows they need to investigate further. But with each discovery, the mission grows more perilous. They're not just dealing with a lost colony. They're uncovering a society that has evolved in ways unimaginable and potentially dangerous. The alien sky of Nebulon darkens as night falls, casting the settlement of New Eden into a world of shadows and silvery mist. Captain Owen Anderson and his team 
their senses heightened by the day's grim discoveries, prepare to camp within the confines of a secured building. The unsettling howls that begin to echo through the fog as darkness descends send a shiver down Owen's spine. The howls, distant at first, grow closer and more frenzied. Owen peers through a small window, trying to discern the source in the dim moonlight. The team readies their weapons, a sense of impending danger hanging heavy in the air. Suddenly the howls crescendo into snarls and growls just outside the building. Shadows move swiftly in the fog. The team braces for impact. Owen's heart pounds in his chest, his hand steady on his weapon, his mind racing with tactical calculations. With a thunderous crash, the creatures burst through the walls. They are horrific in appearance, a grotesque blend of human and beast. Their limbs are elongated and twisted, their faces a nightmarish fusion of human features and alien monstrosity. Their eyes burn with a feral, unholy light. The team opens fire, the sound of gunshots ringing out in the night. Owen targets the nearest creature, firing with precision. Despite their monstrous appearance, these creatures move with terrifying speed and agility, dodging and weaving through the gunfire. Dr. Harris, not typically a combatant, handles her weapon with surprising proficiency. Lieutenant Klein fights with practiced skill, his shots finding their mark time and again. But the creatures are relentless, undeterred by their fallen kin. Owen feels a primal fear surge within him but he pushes it down, focusing on the fight. A creature lunges at him, its claws extended. He sidesteps and fires at point-blank range, the creature collapsing mere inches from him. The battle rages on, the team fighting back-to-back -back against the onslaught. Owen's mind races with questions. What are these creatures? Are they the result of the hunt, the dark ritual the settlers spoke of? His thoughts are cut short as another creature attacks, and he's forced back into the fray. Captain Owen Anderson's consciousness slowly creeps back, a dull ache throbbing at the base of his skull. He blinks open his eyes, finding himself in dim, confined quarters. The room is small, its walls made of rough-hewn stone that feels both ancient and alien. A single faint light source casts shadows across the space, Owen realises he's in a cell, the door a barred metal gate that looks as old as the settlement itself. He tries to move, but his head spins. Memories of the night's horrors flood back. The monstrous creatures, the desperate fight, the chaos. He wonders about the fate of his team, a pang of worry shooting through him. Owen's attention is drawn to muffled voices outside his cell. He crawls to the bars, trying to make out the words. It's the settlers. They speak of a celebration, their words laced with an ominous enthusiasm. Owen's gut tightens. Given what he's seen of their rituals, this celebration could mean anything. His mind races piecing together their situation. They must have been overpowered and taken by the settlers. But why? What purpose did his capture serve? And where were his team members? He examines his cell, searching for any means of escape. The gate is solid, the lock old but sturdy. The walls are unyielding, the window too small and high to reach. His gear, including his communicator and weapon, is gone. 
Owen leans against the cold wall, forcing himself to think. Escape seems impossible, but he refuses to give up. He needs to understand the settler's intentions and find a way to reunite with his team. Then an idea strikes him. The settlers have shown fear and reverence towards them as outsiders. Maybe he can use this to his advantage, create a diversion or negotiate his way out. But he needs to be careful, to choose his moment wisely. These settlers are unpredictable, their culture twisted by centuries of isolation and the mysterious hunt. One wrong move could be fatal. As the voices outside grow louder, Owen steals himself. He needs to stay alert, look for an opening, any opportunity to turn the situation to his advantage. His team, wherever they are, is counting on him, and he's not about to let them down. In the dim light of his cell, Captain Owen Anderson hears the approach of soft footsteps. A young settler woman, her face marked with the subtle signs of dissent, slips quietly to his cell. She introduces herself as Grace, her voice barely above a whisper. Grace reveals a truth that chills Owen to the bone. The colony of New Eden, once a hopeful venture into the stars, has devolved into a nightmarish society. The rituals of the hunt, initially a means of survival, have twisted into something dark and perverse. She speaks of a horrifying transformation that afflicts the settlers, turning them into the beastly creatures Owen and his team encountered. The mutation, Grace explains, her eyes reflecting fear and sorrow, began generations ago. We don't know if it's the planet, something in the air or water or something else, but it changed us, made us into monsters. Owen listens, horror mounting with every word. The settlers see these mutations as a sacred evolution, a blessing from the harsh world of Nebulon. They embrace their predatory nature, celebrating it through the hunt. It's a cycle of transformation and violence, worshipped as a divine path. The celebration you heard, Grace continues, it's a rite of passage. Those who are changing are unveiled, their transformation celebrated. It's... it's horrific. Owen's mind races, piecing together the nightmarish puzzle. The human remains, the reverence for the hunt, the mutated creatures. It all stems from this twisted belief in a sacred evolution. Is there a cure? A way to reverse the mutation? Owen asks, clinging to a sliver of hope. Grace shakes her head, her expression desolate. None that we know of. Once it starts, it can't be stopped. We're doomed to become what you saw. Owen feels a profound sense of despair for the settlers trapped in this horrifying cycle. But he can't afford to give in to despair. He needs to find his team, warn them, and find a way off this planet. Grace, he whispers urgently, you need to help me find my team. We have to warn them, get off this planet before it's too late. Grace hesitates, torn between her fear and the possibility of helping this outsider. Finally, she nods, a determined glint in her eyes. I'll do what I can. I'll come back when it's safe. In the days that follow, Owen Anderson, locked in his cell, becomes a source of inspiration for a covert faction within New Eden. Grace, the sympathetic settler, becomes his link to a group of dissenters who oppose the barbaric traditions of the hunt. These settlers, living in fear and forced silence, see Owen as an outsider who could spark a change. 
communicating through secret messages and brief, clandestine meetings facilitated by Grace, Owen learns more about this underground group. They are a mix of young and old, some who have witnessed the horrors of the hunt for years, and others who can't bear the thought of undergoing the transformation. Owen, with his military training and leadership experience, quickly becomes the strategist of this burgeoning rebellion. He knows they need a careful, well-thought-out plan to overthrow the leaders who uphold the gruesome practices of the hunt. The challenge is immense. They must act swiftly and decisively, with minimal bloodshed, to avoid plunging the settlement into chaos. Owen starts by understanding the strengths and weaknesses of both the dissenters and the settlement's leadership. He holds whispered strategy sessions in his cell, outlining a plan to seize key locations in the settlement. The communication centre, the armoury and the leaders' quarters. The dissenters, emboldened by Owen's confidence and strategic mind, begin to prepare. They gather weapons and tools in secret, create distractions to draw guards away from their posts, and spread covert messages among other settlers who might join their cause. As the plan takes shape, Owen's leadership is put to the test. He must keep the group focused, quell their fears, and instill in them a sense of purpose and hope. He speaks of a new Eden, one where fear and mutation are not the defining elements of their society. The night of the rebellion arrives. The air is tense with anticipation and fear. Owen, though still confined, coordinates the actions from his cell, using Grace as his messenger. The first move is swift and silent. The communication centre is taken, cutting off any calls for reinforcements. Next, a small team led by Grace's brother secures the armoury, arming more dissenters with the necessary tools for the rebellion. As chaos erupts in the settlement, Owen waits for the moment of his release. Grace and two other dissenters arrive, unlocking his cell. Owen steps out, his presence a signal to others that the rebellion is in full force. The air of New Eden crackles with tension as the rebellion, sparked into life by Captain Owen Anderson and the dissenters, erupts into open conflict. The once silent night is now filled with the sounds of chaos, shouts, blasts, and the ominous roars of the mutated beings. Owen, armed and determined, leads a group of dissenters through the fog-shrouded pathways of the settlement. Their target is clear. To confront and neutralize the mutated beings that enforce the twisted rule of the settlement's leaders. The dissenters, though fearful, are driven by a newfound resolve. Owen's presence has ignited a flame of courage in them. He moves with purpose, his military training kicking in, directing his group with swift, clear commands. As they approach the central square, where the mutated beings are known to gather, the air grows heavier, the fog thicker. Suddenly shapes emerge from the mist, grotesque, twisted forms that were once human. The creatures snarl, their eyes glowing with a feral light. Owen's team opens fire, the blasts from their weapons cutting through the night. The creatures are fast and brutal, but the rebels are fighting for their freedom, their homes, and their very humanity. 
The sound of gunfire reverberates off the stone buildings, producing a discordant symphony of conflict in the once silent settlement. Owen moves with calculated precision, picking off the creatures one by one. But for every beast that falls, it seems another takes its place. In the midst of the fray, Owen spots a group of the creatures converging on a smaller band of dissenters. Without hesitation, he charges into the melee, firing and dodging with a dancer's grace. His team follows, their resolve strengthened by their captain's fearless example. The battle is intense and chaotic. The air is filled with the smell of gunpowder and the metallic tang of blood. Suddenly, a massive creature, larger and more grotesque than the others, emerges from the fog. It lets out a bone-chilling roar that momentarily freezes everyone in place. Owen senses the fear in his comrades and knows he must act. He charges at the creature, firing relentlessly. The beast focuses on him, swiping with claws that could tear steel. Owen dodges, rolls and fires again. His team rallies, concentrating their fire on the creature. With a final concerted effort, the creature stumbles and falls, crashing to the ground with a thud that seems to shake the very air. A cheer goes up from the dissenters, their morale boosted by this significant victory. Captain Owen Anderson and his band of dissenters push forward, but the sheer number and ferocity of their adversaries threaten to overwhelm them. Despite their bravery, the rebels find themselves being gradually pushed back, the hope of victory dimming in the face of relentless assault. Just as despair begins to set in, a new sound pierces the chaos of the battle, the distinctive roar of shuttle engines. Owen's heart leaps as he recognises the sound, reinforcements from the USS Horizon. The shuttles swoop in, their sleek forms cutting through the foggy night of Nebulon. They land amidst the settlement, and from them pour additional members of Owen's crew, fully armed and ready for combat. Their arrival provides a much-needed boost to the beleaguered rebels. Lieutenant Marcus Klein leads the team from the horizon, his weapon blazing as he steps into the fray. We've got your back, Captain, he shouts over the din of battle, a fierce grin on his face. Emboldened by the arrival of his crew, Owen fights with renewed vigour. The tide begins to turn as the fresh reinforcements tip the scales in their favour. The well-trained crew from the horizon moves with precision and efficiency, their advanced weaponry proving to be a decisive factor against the mutated beings. Owen leads a combined force of his crew and the settlers in a push to reclaim the central square. They move systematically, clearing building by building, street by street. The creatures, sensing the shift in momentum, fight with a desperate ferocity. But the disciplined fire and coordinated tactics of Owen's team gradually wear them down. In the heat of the battle, Owen finds himself face to face with one of the leaders of the mutated beings, a towering figure whose twisted features speak of countless horrors. The leader lunges at Owen, but he is ready. Years of training and countless battles have honed his reflexes to a razor's edge. He sidesteps the attack and counters with a well-placed shot, bringing the creature down. As the leader falls, a sense of triumph ripples through the ranks of the Rebels and Horizon crew. The mutated beings, their leader vanquished, begin to falter, their resolve breaking. The battle rages on for hours, but the outcome is now clear. 
the combined forces of the Horizon crew and the dissenting settlers methodically dismantle the power structure of the mutated beings. By the time the first light of dawn breaks over the horizon of Nebulon, the rebellion has achieved a decisive victory. As the dawn breaks over the settlement of New Eden, casting a soft light on the aftermath of the night's fierce battle, Captain Owen Anderson stands amidst the ruins, his heart heavy. The rebellion has been successful, the oppressive rule of the mutated beings and their supporters has been overthrown, but the cost of this victory is steep. Around him, the members of the rebellion move wearily, tending to the wounded, mourning the dead. The ground is littered with remnants of the night's violence, broken weapons, spent cartridges, and the still forms of those who fell in battle. The air, once filled with the sounds of gunfire and battle cries, is now quiet, the silence punctuated only by the soft murmurs of the survivors. Owen's gaze wanders over the scene. Among the dead are faces he had come to know over the past days, settlers who had dared to dream of a life free from fear and horror. Their bravery and sacrifice had been crucial to the rebellion's success, but now they lay still, their dreams unfulfilled. Among the fallen, Owen spots the lifeless body of Grace, the young woman who had first reached out to him, who had been instrumental in organizing the dissenters. Her eyes, once filled with fear and determination, are now closed in eternal rest. Her loss hits Owen hard. She had represented the hope and courage of New Eden, and now she was gone. Lieutenant Marcus Klein approaches Owen, his expression somber. We've secured the settlement, Captain. It's over. His voice is heavy with unspoken grief. Owen nods, his mind a whirlwind of emotions. Triumph for the success of their mission. Sorrow for the lives lost. Responsibility for the choices he had made leading up to this moment. At what cost, Marcus? He murmurs, his voice barely audible. They walk together through the settlement, past the rebels who are now beginning the task of rebuilding their lives. Owen stops to offer words of comfort and gratitude to those they pass, but his heart remains heavy. The victory in New Eden extends beyond a mere military success. It is a moral and emotional trial. Owen feels the weight of leadership more acutely than ever. The decisions he had made, the risks he had taken, they had all led to this moment. The joy of victory is tempered by the bitter taste of loss. As the sun rises higher, casting its light on a new day, Owen knows that the true challenge lies ahead. Rebuilding New Eden, healing its people, and ensuring that the horrors of the past never return. This victory is just the first step on a long road to recovery and redemption for the people of New Eden. In the aftermath of the rebellion, as the settlers of New Eden begin the arduous task of rebuilding, Captain Owen Anderson faces a pivotal decision. The USS Horizon is prepared to depart, its mission technically complete with the successful overthrow of the mutated being's oppressive regime. However, Owen finds himself standing at a crossroads, looking out over the settlement with a sense of unfinished duty. He calls a meeting with his crew, gathering them in the improvised command center they've established in the center of New Eden. The crew, weary yet still vigilant, assembles, curious about their captain's intentions. Owen addresses them, his voice firm yet tinged with emotion. 
We've accomplished what we came here to do, he begins. But our leaving now would mean abandoning these people in their most vulnerable moment. New Eden is at the brink of a new era, and I believe we have a responsibility to help guide them. A murmur of surprise ripples through the crew. Dr. Julia Harris, her brow furrowed, nods slowly in understanding. Lieutenant Marcus Klein, though caught off guard, shows a grudging respect for Owen's decision. I've decided to stay, Owen continues, meeting the eyes of each crew member. I want to help rebuild New Eden, to ensure that the darkness of the past doesn't define their future. This society needs guidance, a chance to grow towards something better, something humane. The crew listens, the gravity of Owen's words sinking in. For many of them, Owen's decision to remain on Nebulon is unexpected. But as they consider the plight of the settlers, understanding dawns. They've witnessed firsthand the horrors and hardships the people of New Eden have endured. Leaving them now, at such a critical juncture, would be abandoning them to an uncertain fate. Dr. Harris speaks up, her voice steady. You're making a brave choice, Captain. These people need someone with your leadership and compassion. We'll make sure the Horizon provides all the support it can before we depart. Lieutenant Klein, ever the soldier, adds, We'll secure the settlement. Make sure everything's in order before we leave. You can count on us, Captain. Owen nods, deeply grateful for his crew's support. Thank you. Your help will be invaluable in these early days of rebuilding. I know I'm asking a lot. But this... This feels like something I need to do. The crew disperses each member processing Owen's decision in their own way. They set about their tasks, helping to fortify the settlement, providing medical aid and sharing knowledge with the settlers. As the days pass, Owen works alongside the people of New Eden. He helps establish a council made up of settlers from various factions to lead the community. He advises on matters of security, agriculture and education. Drawing on his own experiences, and the resources of the Horizon. The settlers, initially wary, gradually come to respect and trust Owen. His dedication to their cause, his willingness to work alongside them, and his vision for a peaceful and prosperous New Eden win them over. When the time comes for the Horizon to depart, a sense of bittersweet farewell fills the air. Owen stands at the landing site, watching as the ship that brought him to this world prepares to leave. His crew members, now his friends, offer words of encouragement and promise to send aid and updates from Earth. As the horizon lifts off, disappearing into the starry sky of Nebulon, Owen turns back to the settlement. He feels a profound sense of purpose. This is his new mission, his new path, a path filled with challenges and uncertainties, but also with hope. Months have passed since the USS Horizon left Nebulon, and under Owen Anderson's guidance, New Eden is slowly but steadily forging a new path. The settlement, once shrouded in fear and violence, now buzzes with the energy of reconstruction and newfound hope. Owen, fully embraced as a leader and mentor, works to help the settlers build a sustainable and peaceful society. One day, while delving into the colony's archives in an attempt to better understand the history of New Eden, Owen stumbles upon an ancient log. The log, a digital diary of sorts, is encrypted, 
But with the technological expertise he possesses, Owen manages to access its contents. What he discovers sends a chill down his spine. The log reveals that the original settlers of New Eden, the Artemis expedition, were not just explorers, but subjects of a covert genetic experiment. The experiment, designed by a group of scientists back on Earth, was intended to study the adaptability of human DNA in extreme extraterrestrial environments. The settlers' DNA had been altered, engineered to enhance their survival in uncharted worlds. Owen's mind races as he digests the information. This revelation explains the mutations, the transformation into the beast-like creatures. The genetic alterations were meant to be adaptive traits for survival, but in the isolation and environmental pressures of Nebulon, they had twisted into something horrific. If the original settlers were genetically modified, then the mutagenic factors could still be present in the environment of Nebulon. Could he and his team, during their time on the planet, have been exposed to the same factors? Panic grips Owen as he rushes to a mirror, the log's revelations echoing in his mind. He stares at his reflection, searching for any signs of change. At first glance, everything seems normal. But as he looks closer, a sense of dread washes over him. His eyes, once a clear shade of blue, now reveal a subtle, unnatural radiance. It's barely noticeable, but to Owen it's unmistakable. The irises seem to dance with tiny specks of a ghostly hue, reminiscent of the unsettling glow of the vines that cover New Eden. Owen leans closer to the mirror, his heart pounding. The changes are slight, almost imperceptible, but they are there. A sense of horror and fascination grips him as he realises that he too might be undergoing the transformation that plagued the original settlers. The implications are profound and terrifying. Owen wonders if this change is the beginning of a process that will lead him down the same path as the mutated beings he fought against. Will he become a creature of the night? A hunter in the fog-shrouded wilderness of New Eden? The log falls from his trembling hands, its screen flickering with the final entries of a long-forgotten scientist. Owen stands there, alone with his reflection, facing the unknown future of his own existence.